Hello, hello, hello. Jessica Kupferman here with my friends Melissa Brilliant. And Santa Hi. Claus. And John Buchanan. And Santa Claus. That's right. John was Santa for me this week, and I really appreciated it. Well, I, you know, that's something you don't normally hear. It's like, are you doing anything? And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Am I doing anything? Did you think anything? I was in the hospital or something when right. I said that? Right. And I'm like, what, what's going on? And then I'll tell you if I'm busy or not. <laughs> such, that's an introverted person's nightmare is to be like, nope, not busy. Yeah. So <laughs> she said, can I call you because you're, uh, Isaac wants to. I said, to, I need a Santa call. Yeah. I need a Santa call. So I was like, okay. But then, you know, he has seen me before here. You know, he's seen me here. So I was like, he's just going to say, hey, that's the guy you podcast with. And then we're going to ruin the whole Santa thing. I forgot. Right. So then I said, we can do an audio. So. I thought maybe you had a hat or a, I don't know. I I know I look like Santa, but I don't really have. You you know how I feel about Christmas. So I really don't have a Santa hat. I need to send you a hat. It's clear now. Uh, You you send me a hat. hat. I'll send you a mic stand. I thought all Christians had a. I thought all male Christians had a Santa hat. It's not a thing. Well, I wouldn't go there. No, but. not all. <laughs> it just sounds that's, like that's what she was that's saying, you, Melissa. Right. Don't speak for the rest of us. I thought that's what you were saying, Jess. Why would he have no, a hat? He, he the is, man looks like Santa Claus. It stands to reason he's the fucking. He would Grinch. have a Santa hat. The man is the Grinch. Why would he have a hat? I know it is actually ironic that you do look like Santa and you're the grand. And I hate Christmas with you're the, like evil Santa, right? Yes, absolutely. There's bad Santa and there's evil Santa, and you're not you're the first person Santa. to ask me to do play Santa. Emily Prokop, my co-host from Hate to Wait, the podcast we do about weight loss. Well, it's not about weight loss. It's this about is us why trying I asked to, you to do it. She called me and she says, "Hey, listen, my daughter doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Can you send me a video?" I'm like, "Oh." Great. So what I did was, and it was actually pretty cool what I did. I, I knew where there was a lot of deer. So I took a, I put a hat on and I went there and I just took pictures and I was like, yeah, we're just here fattening up the reindeer. And I sent it to her and she thought it was fantastic. But now I can never see her daughter again until she starts believing in Santa Claus because she was like, oh my God, it's Santa. Do you feel like we should have a warning at the beginning of this show that if you were listening to it with believers, you should um, clear the room? If you have any children, any children listening to this show right now, they should come take them from you because you're a bad parent. <laughs> That's the truth. Why would you let children listen to this show? That's I don't know. Very, very. Good I don't know. Point. Maybe they thought they were sleeping in the back of the car. I don't know. Right. You win. Anybody um, that wants to come and take my children away from me, have at it. Oh, stop. Not a, I'm not a very good parent. They're all yours. So I explained to Isaac at the beginning of this year that there was not going to be Santa Claus because Santa only goes to the houses where they celebrate Christmas. And since we're Jewish, we celebrate Hanukkah. And he immediately replied with, I don't want to be Jewish anymore. So I was like, well, you don't have much choice. We are Jewish. And he's not coming. He does Sorry. have a choice. He can. He does. Not now he doesn't. Accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And he can he can convert. When he's well out of Scott's house, he has a choice. But in Scott's house, True. he does not have a choice. So this he was weeks Jewish ago. Kid. And we haven't forgotten about it, but we don't bring it up a lot. And then I went to the mall. I had to return something at Macy's with him. And we drive by the front of Macy's in the Concord Mall. And there's a Santa there. And there's only one kid in line. And after we, and he's like, I said, look at Santa Claus. He said, hi. And then we go in the Macy's. And the whole time in the Macy's, which is like 20 minutes, because, of course, everything moves slower when it's Christmas time. Um, he's saying, why doesn't Santa like Jewish people? 
How come Santa's not coming to my house? Why do I have to be Jewish? Why All does Santa questions. do this? How does Santa go down the chimney? How does Santa do this? I said, are you t- asking me this because you want to ask the Santa outside the store these questions? And he was like, yes, I need to talk to him. <laughs> He's got questions. So I was like, no, that's not a good idea. And he was like, no, no, I, I'm going to have to talk to him. So I was like. I you mean, fuck it. This guy has kids. no idea. Yeah, he has no idea. Well, they had Santa. They have a non-Jewish father. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Okay, because I raised two Jewish kids, and we went through all of this. Yeah, I've never done this before. So how did you disappoint your children, Melissa? Well, well, go ahead, Jess. Let Jess wait finish. A wait a minute. I disappoint them every day in new ways, but I'll get to this one. Right. Go ahead, Jess. That's the Jewish mother's dream. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So we come out of Macy's, and of course, Santa's on lunch break. And he doesn't come back for another 40 minutes because it's like one fifteen, and he's back at 2. So I was like, I can't wait around for Santa. I cannot be here for 45 minutes. Let's just go home. Maybe we'll try and call him. And he was like, no, I want to see him. And I was like, no, no. So we're in the car, and he's still asking me about Santa. So I, this is when I, te- I text you. I'm driving in traffic. She's thinking and to I herself, text, who do I need? A fat, white, old guy. Who no, could I, I call? No, no. no she I thought, thought, who's jolly? That's who <laughs> no, she thought. <laughs> none of those things. <laughs> Clearly, just, what happened was I saw a text from you in a group text with Elsie, and I thought that's the answer because he already played Santa for Emily. Right. So I text him, "What are you doing? I need a Santa call." And I explained, you know, that he's been asking me a lot of questions, and if you could just explain that Jewish people are lovely, they just don't celebrate Christmas. And so he was like, "Sure, give me a call." So I call him. Well, no, I had conditions. I don't remember. Can I do my Santa voice? Oh yeah. Yes. He did a wonderful Santa voice. I wish I had recorded it. I should have recorded it. Silly of me not to. Isaac, who had a million Christmas questions, gets on the phone with Santa and asks him everything else but Christmas questions. And I was like, Isaac, don't you have Christmas questions for Santa? And he's like, why do cars drive? Why do we eat French fries? Do No, first thing he said was, do bad guys go to jail? I hope so. You know, I had my Santa. Uh, Hello, Isaac. What can I yeah. do for you? I had my Santa He was a great Santa. So, yeah, he's like, so he said, bad guys go to jail. He goes, especially if you're the president. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> well, good Lord. Especially if you're around the president, you do. Um, wh- why do vampires drink blood? Was another one he had to ask Santa. And I was like, I. Why do we eat French fries? Because they're delicious. He said, yeah, because they're delicious. And then he got into like, does Santa like hate Jewish people? Santa loves all people. Now I sound like Mr. Ed. Hello, <laughs> oh, Wilbur. Oh, Isaac. Santa loves all people. It was and- a little less ho ho hoey, but it was the right. I'm about the same. So, did um, Isaac feel better after he got his questions out? I mean, yes. Then we hung up. Well, we hung up because John had to go because he had a, ma- a bowl of matzo ball soup that was getting cold. Because <laughs> he called during lunch. I didn't really Such have matzo ball soup. Effect. Oh, but that was sweet. I know. It was a good It was a good effect. And then uh, once he got off the phone, Isaac was like, can we call him back? I need to ask him something else. And I was like, he's very busy. And he's eating his soup now. He asked me a couple more times that night, too. Like, can we call him back? I have a couple other things. And I was like, no, he's got to get ready for Christmas. Yes. So I think he's over it for now, but that was pretty funny. He came through for me in a pinch. So if anyone needs a Santa in a pinch, don't call me. Brilliant observations at gmail.com and don't let us know. Me. No, we'll I give just. You John's ho ho hoey voice. Yeah. It's definitely because you're so jolly. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, it was like, he's like, why don't you come to Jewish people's house? I said, oh, that wasn't my idea. I said, a long time ago, somebody had a default lamp, uh, defective lamp, and for some reason it burned for eight days on one day of oil, and all they all freaked out and started worshiping it. I don't know. I'll never remember that. Well, <laughs> thank God, because Jews do not worship oil. I don't know. Although we eat everything yeah. cooked in it. Like, yes. like we're getting yeah. paid for it. Like, right. My, you're going to really. Like it's our job. You're going to yes. grade me on my knowledge of Judaism. Is that what you're doing right now? Um, well, you're talking bit. to a very impressionable child who remembers uh, everything. He does, but he won't remember. <laughs> like they freaked out. He won't remember any of that. Goody. Yes. Goody. But yeah, it was pretty funny. So that was my Santa. That was very good to know. Next time. I've always told my children as they grew up, is Santa real? Is Santa real? Does Santa really come? If you believe in Santa, he is real, is what I've always, always taught me. Because I don't need the fucking Jews going to school and ruining it for all those Christian children. That is the last thing I need, is that to be blamed for. We're already blamed for enough. I do yeah, not I told need, him it was a secret. Right. If you believe, um, then, then it is real. Magic, if you believe magic is real, it's all the same. And there's a lot of magic in Christmas. And it's, it's very, it's in the same vein. So last two, two, maybe three, two years ago, how old is my kid now? 15, his friend 16, 54. So when Ethan, I think was 13, we had his friend in a carpool and he's got two little siblings, a little brother and a just younger sister. And Stuart says to this carpool 13, 12, 13 year old, I want to say, hey, Buddy, does your little brother still believe in Santa? Ooh. And this, and this, yeah, you see it coming, John, from a mile of fucking way. This 13-year-old boy's eyes fill, get wide, and then fill with some sort of moisture. (laughs) And he says, what do you mean? Yeah. Does, Does my brother still believe? And Stuart... Shit his pants. I mean, we have spent years not trying not to be the one, telling our kids not to be the ones who fuck up Christmas for the neighbors, for their classmates. I mean, years. It's real if you believe. I can't believe he did that. Yeah, the kid's 13. And as Jews, we don't really know at what age you stop believing in bullshit when you're not like the tooth fairy. And I mean, like, what? I don't we he did, I mean I can't believe he did it either but I, I get it at 13 come on man what are you doing I'm there for my oldest daughter I remember she came up to me and she goes you know dad there's really no Santa and I went oh how old she might have been 10 or 12 somewhere around 10. that i think is the sweet spot right. that i think is the 10 years old is when you're like figuring shit out right so i so i grabbed her i pulled her aside and i said okay so you know i said here's the thing you don't want to ruin it for your brothers and sisters because you got a chance to believe for as long as you can unless right now you can you can be you can help us you can help us you know with christmas and you can be behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff so she was really cool she goes yeah well i knew there was no santa i said well you know that the the tooth fairy the easter bunny and she's like oh so i i went for the trilogy the trilogy of nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Easter Bunny. I mean, that's not what Easter's about. It's not even a. Come on, Listen. come on. I, you watch me hide the fucking eggs. You watch me stuff them full of candy. Come on, right? Come on, that's ridiculous. 
It's not a holiday about chocolate the same way. Well, all right. I don't oh, want to ruin mind. everything Let's for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, Stuart very recently ruined it for a 13-year-old boy. So what What happened? Did, was there any calls made? Did there was... We, I, I feel like we've been judged since then. Oh, I'm and, sure you have. And put put away as on the the friend shelf of not so much anymore. But 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 uh, but we like the shelf. We don't mind the shelf. <laughs> Fewer friends, I'm in. Like that's that's kind of fine with us. That's actually true. You don't mind the shelf. I don't. I don't. I like the shelf. I saw a T-shirt for you. I have a new favorite T-shirt place. I'm going to give her a plug. There's a website called Saturday Morning Pancakes. And there's a T-shirt. They made the one I'm wearing now that says, I'm bringing Lazy back. Um, <laughs> it's, oh, I'm, that's a good one. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I think I posted it on something on I think Brilliant Observations. Too. So they have a, she has a new one out that says, canceled plans are like my favorite, are, oh, are my love language. That's what it was. Because we <laughs> discussed <laughs> our love languages. And she said, this shirt says, canceled plans are my love language. And I thought, oh my God, this is so for Jessica. It's perfect. So did for she you. hear our show? No. So how did no. she get that? We're not the only ones. Really? I mean, it's a thing. No. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, she's she's a uh, kindred spirit. Okay, I got it. Kind of like our friend Bookish Ginge out there. She's uh, a kindred yeah. spirit. Yes, she is. I love Ginger. Oh, did you see that odd dad out Adam replied to you on Facebook? I replied to him as well. Oh, I didn't hear your reply. Yeah. So he he apologized, which was totally unnecessary. I mean. Yeah, why? I know. Well, because she sounded like her feelings were hurt because she what? was compared yeah, to. because I made a. Yeah. He just likes to pout. And maybe now he knows that. <laughs> maybe now he knows I like to pout. <laughs> yeah, because John's right. Because because he didn't. you. He knew you. And I. I might have reacted not so great, but was thrilled to have a great response. I, I didn't think I was as – I didn't think I came across as angry, but um, he had a lovely review, and I, I wrote back again just to say, I'm sorry if I was too offended. You're, it was a lovely review. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming. Guys, right after we recorded last time, I went and had lunch with a girlfriend of mine, breakfast, and she told me – the biggest scandal I've heard in ages. And I can't stop thinking about it. I'm dreaming it? about it. How familiar are you with Ancestry.com? Ah, I was wondering Very. what this is about. Yes. Very. Very? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know they send you a package, you right? Spit and in you... a tube, and then you send it back. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. My spit sister did this. Okay. I did it too. I've done it too. <sighs> okay, so I know. So my friend for her son for like his 10th or 11th birthday because he's so into where I come from and genetics and science and all of that stuff, she got him this kit, spits in the tube, but she submits it under herself because he's a kid. And mm-hmm. as far as email address Probably goes- wasn't such a good idea, but yeah. So, so she, no, she submits it as him, but like with her email and her, oh, okay. like that kind of right. thing. So it's, it's definitely, sh- she's not misleading ancestry. It's, it's all the right information for, okay. for the DNA, whatever. Right. So she, he gets back the stuff and, you know, it's 59% East European Jew. Like he, they're going through all the breakdown of what everybody, what he is and, and they're guessing which comes from which side of the family and, so his parents are also it's a it's an interfaith 
divorce. I would say marriage, but it's an interfaith divorce. And so you're like, oh, maybe daddy's family this when you go see him, blah, blah, blah. So that was May, June, July, August, September. Well, on the packet that you get back, so it gives you that breakdown. And what else does it give you in there? Hold on, I've never seen it. I have one. Okay. And I can share my screen if you want. That's no, okay. just, just so tell us. Because one of the, the things, one of the things it tells you is people with whom you share a ridiculous amount of DNA to yep. whom you are probably related, right? Yeah, so yes. much so that you might not know this, but this person is probably a cousin of yours and this person, and it gives you some yes. names. So this For, was yep. May, June, I'm July, get that right now. August, September, October. She gets an email that says, hi, my name is Jane Doe, and I did Ancestry, and it seems that we're cousins, Keeping in mind, my girlfriend's thinking, well, I didn't do it. My, my kid did. So your cousin's fascinating. Okay. Um, I don't think when she read it, I thought she thought, uh, all right, I don't know what this is or spam or it wasn't sure. And then she remembered she had done Ancestry for her kid and it sat in the back of her head marinating for a little bit. And then came uh, Father's Day, June, July, August. Before that, she gave her father an ancestry kit too because her kid loved it so much for his birthday this fall. And he said, I am not going to use this. I am going to give it to your mother as a gift. Don't be mad. When I was in college, I donated sperm. So, uh, yeah. The, oh. the, so I, I'm a little freaked out by the whole DNA thing. In my youth, I was a donor. I was paid for it. I needed some extra money. I was paid for it. And all these years I've been doing it for free. <laughs> Hold on. So <laughs> to what whom, is he implying? John, to whom exactly. have you been donating? <laughs> what is he implying? I have a favorite exactly? sock, but go ahead. Look, he did not want to be a part of the whole finding out genetics or or putting anything out there. He was kind of spooked by it. He was not interested. So I guess he was giving it to his wife as a gift. And then out pops this email in her head again, thinking, huh, well, let me reread that. So she rereads it and sends back something that said, I, this is actually the DNA match of, of my child who did this. It's not mine. And she said, well, Ancestry says we're cousins and I would love to know more about my family as, wait for it, I don't know my father, <gasps> never, never met my father, and... And here's my favorite part that made me really now just... Now I know why they're divorced. No, this is this is my girlfriend's father. No, this is my girlfriend's father. Did I not tell this right? Yeah, I'm no, so you got sorry. It. Okay, my girlfriend's father. So, so she gave... After her kid did it successfully, she gave it to her dad. And he said, no, no. Now, she was born in Colorado and they, they traveled around for... They kept she gave moving. it to her dad. Her dad said no. And no, no, no. I'm mom. not going to do this. Because right. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, he was because a sperm was donor. So he could have had little kidlets all over the place. Or not a sperm donor. No, he or was a, he, as an adulterer. In, in college, he needed money for beer. So some kids said to him, hey, or listen, all you have to do is go over spunk an adulterer. Or he's Thomas Jefferson with 800 kids. Because well, why do you got to go there? The guy says he went in college. He needed some money. So he spunked in a because cup. Because that's the way to stay married oh see you're more evil than i am yes women (laughs) women are more evil than you are (laughs) that's the way to stay married no i I did a sperm donor so she was she was born outside of denver and they moved here he probably knew he had it he probably knew he got a girlfriend pregnant you know something i want to vomit i love this man i want to vomit right now this is why right now 
That whole believe women thing is bullshit. Because look what, what you, you guys are doing with no facts whatsoever. None. We're, this whole we're just hypothesizing. I'm I not, know. This is why you have that know, but John, But John, I am, I like to say, a student of human behavior. You're, and the only reason I'm he would give a shit. I'm going to stop you with your believing women parallel. Because that's just fucking stupid. You believe yeah. a woman who says what? she was raped. This is exactly why. This guy says, I went, I went and I donated sperm. Right now, he's an adulterer. That is the John, most ridiculous jump I've ever heard. I'm just pontificating. Jessica and I are doing a comedy show about things that I could be. You. And you are talking about a woman saying she was raped and not believing her. I'm that just is two totally different things. There's You're in a, a different ballpark. Jump. Good. You're no, in a I'm different not. ballpark. I'm not jumping. I'm saying I'm saying human behavior dictates that even if you were a sperm donor, you wouldn't care that much about a DNA test for your kid. Because really she just wants to know her own ancestry, not how many kids you fathered. The problem is that he probably knows he had another child and he's afraid if it comes out, then that kid will try and find him, which is exactly what's happening. So the girl says, I've never met my father. And if it helps at all, because I don't know where she is now, I was born in Colorado and I had an audible gulp, right? Mic drop on that one. Thank Um, you, John. And I thought, holy fuck, this is your sister. You know, like this is your sister. So, you know, like my family, hers is a delicate balance of personalities and one false move and you're disowned or, or choose never to discuss. You might be better off, but yeah. Everybody might be. So that's the thing. She probably has this relative in the world, right? So she's, I mean, if you're truly coloring by numbers, so as not to offend John, merely for the donation policy and not the, I knocked up somebody on the side before your mom gave me the thumbs up. You got to keep the receipt. Listen, guys, if you're out there listening and you've (laughs) ever donated sperm or if you think think you're going to donate sperm. Take that Dare receipt Nate. and keep it. <laughs> Defer- never donate sperm. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to donate sperm, if you need Dare a few bucks sperm. and you don't want to work in like, I don't know, some kind of fast food store and you need some quick money, instead of spunking into a cup, if you're going to do that, keep the receipt. Also, never say the word spunking ever again. <laughs> Unless you're poorly saying spelunking. What should we use instead of spunk? We like, I like jizz. Jizz? Spooge. Oh, you like jizz. Jizz, jizz. Is, spooge. is better. Spooge is better? Yeah. Anything yeah, but spunk. Spooge isn't bad. Okay. I don't know why spunk is Release so bad. Release the hounds is a good one. Release the hounds? <laughs> There's actually a spunk. Protein shake? Oof, not anymore. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. So what does she do? We've diverged. Let me ask you. What do you, what do, you do? What does she do? What should she do? Ladies Call and gentlemen. Call her father. Call her fucking father. So her dad has made it clear on the get the get-go that he wants nothing to do with this. Sure. And now she's gotten two emails from I a girl. Would, I mean, my father would be, I think, I've had to, what's the word when you confront? I would confront my father and he would have to deal with being confronted. Well, I'll tell you this right Period. now. Period. You have seven kids we don't know about? S- no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sperm don? No. Donate? Now, <laughs> I've doned. I've doned. I've donated, but not in a, well, never mind. Well, not in a cup. Look, this whole DNA thing, the fact that they are starting to match people with other people, this is a, this is a really, really slippery slope that they're doing here. 
And, and to be honest with you, it really violates a lot of privacy. You would think it would violate a lot of privacy. Well, that's the other thing. You sign papers when you do yeah, this. I just so... wanted to know if I had any kind of, uh, whether I was Spanish or Polish or Italian. I didn't want to know there was, might be some offspring involved. Yeah, I think that's why he didn't do it, right? Because he doesn't want to know. There are things he just doesn't want to know. I like not to know, and that is actually something Who else on my list those, for today. Listen, those things, those terms and agreements, nobody listens to them. It should be They should be like three lines. If you do this, we will match you with people that that might be in your family or this or that. They have these long. We no already know that. That's why we do the fucking tests. That's right. John, thank you, Captain Obvious. Like, but do you think he signed all of these forms when he donated jizz you, initially? No one, no one pays attention to him. Like, if that's what whenever you do happen. something, like you could do, tomorrow, you could go sign up for something. It gives you this thing. That says, "I agree to these terms," and you click it, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, and they want the keys to your car because you just gave away your car. Well, you signed it right here. You agreed to it. No one reads them. Is that like the Apple agreement? Yes. No one reads them. So you think that when he signed off to donate and get paid, he didn't realize that someday? Or do you think he signed a legal agreement that says that you have no rights to any spawn? Like, I feel, I feel with absolutely zero knowledge of this process. I love prefacing conversations with this. Um, Me too. That, that when, you, when you do that, when you sign on to do something like this, they think ahead, this agency, and they say you have no financial or moral or ethical obligation to raise or support this, any offspring that might be rendered from your sample. We have a friend in college That's who donated not eggs. true, though. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, but on the other hand, it, it, I mean, basically the law, the law would have to say you don't have any obligation to raise this child but however if you already know there that one exists you may have rights to be in their life see this is the whole reason that's why it's hairy you're assuming they don't want to know but what if the guy was like you know what yeah i donated some sir let's see what came out of it maybe i'm the delivery man cool beans right i'm just saying right now then what back when then this, the mothers have no rights anymore back when this guy did this there probably wasn't any dna testing there wasn't any way to find out you know, there wasn't there was no way of being able to find right. out this. Now, right. all of a sudden, there's all this DNA testing and everything. And now it's uh oh. And now what happens if the now all of a sudden she needs a kidney or something and she comes no, to but him? Even, that's that's very scary. But even before that, there were ways there. I mean, a paper trail, there even if you're thinking ways. from 1806, there are pa- there's a paper trail of this guy donated this. Here's what we know about him. This is how you choose your sample. Jess and I have a mutual friend who donated eggs. Lots of eggs in college. I forgot about that. Right. So, I mean, at any oh God, point of time, do you think she at has? any point of time, she could hear knock, knock, knock. So you're my biological mother. Right. Uh, and in her life, she. I hope she never spit in a tube. Well, in her life, she and her she wife. needed a donor for sperm. Have, bo- have both had kids with one donor. So there's like this whole thing where guys donate and all of the siblings of the guys who donated get together for picnics. They're like a redheaded picnic in in like uh, somewhere in California. The cutest thing I've ever seen. I saw a 48 hours special on it. But nonetheless, my girlfriend's father donated sperm. There is somebody out there. What happens if, you know, now she has one sibling? I said, first of all, you need to talk to your brother about this. But let's say you have a sister. Does she want a third of your inheritance? Is she legally entitled to it? 
did he sign away all rights to that sample? Like there are so many legal issues. I'm starting to understand why he might not want to get involved in it. But I would be so desperately curious that you have family. Like my family has failed me in so many ways. To think that there's better family out there that's really related to me is so exciting. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I see. Divert- it's from your father, but not your mother. Correct. Oh, so right. That, Let's yeah, divert right? the question John, further. You're getting it. <laughs> Let's divert the question further. Yesterday, I was having a conversation about this with a guy who's a researcher at UD, and we were talking about like, what if in five years you have the opportunity to enhance your child's IQ to its maximum potential, which could be genius level. As a parent, are you obligated to do so? And I was like, you know, that's a, t- you know, Scott immediately was like, no, you don't tamper with mother nature. I'm like, but you did do that though, because what we did was not only did we choose the sex of our child, but we know for a fact that out of the eight embryos that we produced, this one is the most genetically superior. And he was like, well, actually, they would have implanted the girl because she was more genetically superior. And I'm like, right. It was a very slight difference, though. So so now we know that because of that, how that works, every single person who's ever had IVF has given birth to a genetically superior child. We don't know GMO. what's superior. It's a GMO. Right. We don't know what's superior. I mean, according to the doctor, it's just more viable. But maybe we don't know what they're looking at. They could be looking at intelligence, anxiety level. And then I was like, let's go one more further. Now that we're already creating a superior race, what if one day you can look at the DNA and like choose baldness, anxiety, depression, I choose addiction. a bald, depressed, anxiety-ridden What boy. if you could eliminate <laughs> depression and anxiety? But here's the other question. What if it triggers something weird like the butterfly effect? For example, you can have a child that it will never get anxiety, depression, or addiction, but they'll lisp or be a redhead. Or a redheaded lisper. Oh, or that's like, my favorite. What are you talking about? What if about? they have moles all over their body? What's, what's wrong with redheads? None and of or these lispers? things. Nothing. None of nothing. Nothing's wrong with any of that. My point is like, what you know? Moles. What, moles. You're is where helping, I draw the line. Moles. <laughs> when, I'm just. I'm just pontificating that like you change one thing, but then you absolutely know like this person's going to be like a albino or a white blonde person who can never go in the sun because they're just too sunburny all right or well back up ladies because i'm about ready to throw some gas huge, on this fire. ginormous lips oh no but they'll John's never be speak. addicted to anything i'd choose the lips all right so just right but. so right now just so you know back up everybody i'm about ready to throw some gasoline on this fire so yeah, now wait. they identify there's a gene in there that makes you a homosexual and now you can pick whether your child is or is not a homosexual. Oh, my God. Only if you're doing. No, only if you're doing um, IVF, because if you're just fucking or 16 and getting pregnant, you're getting what you're getting. No, I get that. But what According I'm saying According to is... Kanye West, his bipolarness is what makes him a genius. Right. So what if you do eliminate what you don't want in your child, whether it's what I said or what you said? Technically, you are recreating what God has already created, and that's not the right thing to do. But the guy just asked me about IQ, nothing else. So you're you're taking that trip down the slippery slope. Is that what you're saying? We can't. We shouldn't do any of this because you... it's only going to go. Well, How could it go well? Wait. Anytime we've ever fucked with Mother Nature in any movie, it's gone horribly, horribly wrong. Okay, so just think about this. I know you're going to sit there and say, "Well, what if you know you're tampering you know, with Mother Nature?" Science. 
But like what we've improved a lot of things too. We in, in our civilization has improved a lot of things. So what I don't if we get just, rid of homosexuality? Look at all the great I didn't say, okay. things. That oh no, no, happened. nobody said getting rid of it. I well, just said why you would could you go to. I, yeah, why choosing? did you say that? See, this is why Jessica could can never be in charge of anything. But why wouldn't you choose to have a homosexual? Yeah, you could child. choose whether you know to what? or not. At this not. point, I might. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I my co-host after from Emily. The, if I had a daughter, she would definitely be a lesbian. Okay. It really prevents the whole worry about pregnancy thing. Yeah. Unless they decide. Plus a nice girlfriend, you go shopping with all three of them. Wait a Unless minute. Unless my girlfriend's father donates a Wait a minute. parcel somewhere in Colorado. Back up, ladies. I have more gasoline to throw oh, on this sorry. fire. Excuse me. <sighs> what happens if your daughter and her lesbian lover decide to have babies from the same man? Well, yeah, that's that's preferred as at least the kids are siblings Actually, dumbass that's what they do that's what they do what, right but what i'm saying is that you say you don't have to worry what about what did you just say that you didn't have what to worry you about saying? dude you said woman, you didn't have to worry about them getting if emily pregnant. had stayed alive didn't she say you didn't have to worry about them yes. getting pregnant i'm like if they didn't get married by accident by oh, accident. accident oh that's true Come this on. is planned yeah 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 okay all right i understand that but what i'm saying and what does she do what does she do does she poke the bear she talked to her father does she say yeah talk to your father yeah, bring it up. You got to hey, leave the cousin out of it because it's not. She's just curious and innocent bystander. You don't tell her fuck off. You don't tell her I can't tell you anything. You, you just talk don't to answer the dad. Her? No, you talk to the dad and say, listen, I want to answer this woman and I want to be able to tell her the truth, which means I need it from you. Don't fuck with my integrity and credibility. What? Tell me the truth. All right. You don't owe this woman anything. All right. She found right, your email but- from and You know what I would say? Lose my number and my email address. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. So you wouldn't ask That's your rude. father. Why are you gonna? Why are you gonna sit there and do? Why throw gas why on your you own family? Why would you deny some? Because why would you deny someone the right to know who they really are? Because this guy First did all, or didn't do something. When whoever got this spunk, if it's if it's they, not scandalous, he'll just say it's probably from when I donated sperm. The only reason he would get upset about it is if it was scandalous, which is why I would ask him. Oh, see, <laughs> you want to punish? That's your problem. No, no, you no, want punish, to punish. Just I want the truth. She wants I would to want you can't the handle truth. the truth. <laughs> oh, I assure you I can. And so can this woman. There is no way if I was yeah. the father, I would be like, huh, what? Uh uh-uh, uh, I forgot. I'm, I didn't donate anything. I was just kidding. I don't want to spit in a tube because this could happen. Yeah, well, it's happening because other people spit in a tube and she doesn't know anything about her father and she was born exactly where he donated his sample. I have a friend who has spent her entire life making fun of her own sister because she was so much lighter skinned than she and her other sister and the mother. Then she ends up, the girl ends up doing a test for completely different reasons than the color of her skin and it shows that's not her father. Damn. Her mother slept with someone else and had a different kid. So I was kind of sh- that's horrible. Meanwhile, sh- they've been questioning it their entire lives. Come on, yeah. mom. You know she doesn't belong to us. Just Come on, mess mom. up. Oh and my mom god, that like, mother must enough. be shitting that's her enough. pants for years. I shared this story at one of the 35 holiday parties that Stuart made me go to last week. Yeah. And one of the physicians said, "Yeah, somebody I worked with, her her sister needed a donation and when they wound up doing testing, she needed like a an organ piece of an organ donation they wound up doing testing it turns out her sister is not related to her 
or it could not be her father's daughter. Right. So the mother, but the mother's answer was, no, 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 no. I've, I've never had an affair. I never, it means this IVF baby, this man used his, the physician probably used his own sample dun, instead dun, dun. of, right? Instead of dad's sample. That's like, some fucked up shit. That, but there was a 2020 or 48 hours or some, some numbers, things about it have, have or it was, or it was just fiction, but it was fabulous. Um, and it was about a doctor who thought that he was making the perfect race by using his own sample. Listen, ladies, here's the deal. If you're going to go out and get some jizz, get it right from the teat. All right? Get it right from the... <laughs> the horse's... Yes, get it right bowl. from the horse's penis. Because <laughs> this is what happens when you have no idea where it comes from. And wait, yeah. how, about a pl- how about a public service announcement for men... Not to be jizzing in random cups or random places to to identify. Uh, listen, uh, ladies, honestly, we thought we were doing a public service. We figured a guy had a low sperm count for whatever reason. A woman wanted to have a baby. Maybe it was two women that are uh, in love with each other. Or there are two lesbians that are married and they wanted to have babies from the same people. So we thought we were doing a public service announcement. Now, all of a sudden, shit is on fire everywhere. I'm not saying that they shouldn't donate. I'm saying that they should not donate and run and hide. I'm saying they shouldn't leave leave the mountain states, go to a coastal city and hide under a tree. I'm telling you, I, I okay. You know how Jessica pontificated on how he was a, an adulterer as soon as she heard the story? Let me yeah. pontificate. She said it was an option. She said it was an okay. option. Let me have she an option. Right, so here's an option. Go ahead. A bunch of guys are in college, all right? They're going somewhere. A guy needs some money. He says, I don't have enough money to go. He says, you know what you do? You go down to the sperm bank. You whack off into a cup, all right? And then you get like $40, and we can go. Guy goes, I do that all the time. I sure hope it was a lot more than that. First of all, a normal, rational human being would know that the consequences of that is a child they don't want. Not all men are that stupid. I hate to tell you. Hang on. So the guy says- well, I don't want any kids I don't know. And they say, no, you sign these papers and there's no way anybody can find out. No way? No. Well, hell, I do that all the time for nothing. I'll go get $40. And he did this and now he's in a jackpot because back when he did this, $40 was a lot of money and there was no DNA testing. Because if this lady is emailing her, she's what, 30 or something? All right. So this is 30 years ago. This is in the 80s. And this happened. And now the guy's like, oh, good gracious. He's now Johnny Appleseed of Colorado. Okay. I don't know if I, I'm hoping it was a, pardon this pun, but I'm hoping it was a one-shot deal. What do you think they're going to do with the rest of it? I mean, I don't know. And then. Rest of it? Swallow. <laughs> whoops. Did that come <laughs> whoops, out of me? That, did I say that? Yes. I apologize. So the whole point is. So what do you think they is say? Is it better not to know? So I, I had this I had this thought yesterday. You know, I told you I'm in this Hallmark movie vortex and then became the Hallmark Christmas movie vortex. And right. So all of these movies, even when we go see them in theaters, you know what's going to happen next. They're mostly a formula. Like, you know, oh, that's going to be his dad or, oh, that guy jacked off in a thing and now she's going to get this letter. And you just know. And I kind of wonder what it would be like to be that person who doesn't know and everything isn't ruined for them. And they don't have to roll their eyes when exactly what they thought was going to happen happens. Like, what's it like not to know? I don't know how this happened because I haven't talked to my friend yet about this. But a friend of mine, close friend of mine, 
I saw him where he has a sister now. And the sister has a family, and they're at this thing, and they're like, I just met my long-lost sister that I didn't even know I had. And I'm like, what? Exactly. And I was like, how did this even happen? How did that even happen? Right. So, and his both of his parents are dead. And again, it's someone that I, I know pretty well. Yeah, you got to find that out, John. Yeah. Don't I, bring that up. Don't bring up half a story sorry, on air. That's you got to figure have. that out. Now you have a homework assignment. I know. Go find out well, even where if I, this woman came from. First of all, even if I did know, I can't, I would never divulge that. But And is that, she from Colorado? No, she's, I don't know. I have no idea where she's from. But they're, now they're, it's funny because now they're doing things together. They're, you know, he considered, they consider them a sister, which is, is a half sister. And even the girl that you were talking about that said, you know, she's a darker or whatever, darker skin. And she says, she's not really, she is a half sister because she came from the mother. Right. So she is a half sister. They are sisters. Right. And my case was, that's your mother. You saw where the baby came from, right. but you have no idea who the donor is. That Right. The father. You don't know where the father is. Right. Right. So, except he yeah. needed beer money one time in college. I want to be just for a week, someone who doesn't know. I needed beer money in college and I sang in Jackson Square. I didn't go donate my fucking eggs. Well, it wasn't really. It's, first of all, that's a little bit more invasive than just doing something in a cup that you probably would have done that Friday night anyhow. Just saying. Yeah. I think she did it for the money, Jess, to answer your question. I think she, <clears throat> our friend who donated eggs. And maybe they can't sing. You have a lovely singing voice. That's right. Maybe my friend's father had no ability to throw down a hat and sing a cappella, right. and then had to do what he had to do. You know what I'm really good at? Jerking off. And that is how I am going to get my money. That's, that's right. What he had so to do. stupid. I mean, that happens. And what it happens is. if that's your forte? All right, Jessica. Oh, so uh, stupid. Jessica, Hanukkah is over. And I was wondering what your best and worst Hanukkah gifts for Isaac were. Um, so far. No, that you wanted to talk about. Yes, I'm aware. I'm playing it off like you were bringing it no, up. No, I mean, I saw online the laser beam dreidel. Yeah, that was a neat one. It was certainly pretty. Um, and my kids were like, it. what, what? Yeah, it's a laser dreidel. Laura got him that. It was pretty cool. He got a lot of cool stuff. I have to say, like, he got games that he loves and there's some books and like a couple things that he's been carrying around. Last night, I think he got the two worst gifts of the entire Hanukkah. Well, Hanukkah's over. What do you mean last night? Last night is the first time we had a chance to see Scott's family because they're mailing we were sick gifts, last week. Like votes. You couldn't be there. You got to mail them in. They get there a little late, because, but they still count. Because yeah, you said so far, and I'm like, so far, Hanukkah's been over. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so far. But all right, all right, it's over. You're right. But um, he got, you know how like they used to have the singing fish on the wall or they yeah. have like things that they do on Valentine's Day where you push the button yep. and it like, well, Scott's grandmother got him a we have to dog, a dog. With a sombrero and maracas that sings La Bamba. Like a chihuahua dog? No. A beagle, I think. Really? So It's a beagle. They were culturally appropriating. He's culturally misappropriate. Couldn't even be a chihuahua. Because that would have been He's racist. He's wearing a Mexican scarf. It actually is quite racist <laughs> is now that, that you say that. Is that racist if you used a chihuahua? I don't it's know. It's racist either way. It's a dog in a Mexican outfit singing La Bamba. It's not appropriate. It's not? Is it? 
Would it be equally as inappropriate as if he was singing Volare? Well, okay, so let's ask, I want to ask you this, because I have no idea. If it was a beagle dressed up in a Mexican outfit singing La Bamba, is that racist? I think it is. Think it is? Okay. I mean, only in the sense that, like... Is that culturally? It's all Mexican stereotype. It's all Spanish and Mexican stereotype. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm a, you're asking Chihuahua. a white person. I don't know. Well, here's the crazy thing. I really don't know. The a, a song. The, the song La Bamba is Kinda, a song that's yeah. a, a Mexican standard song. You know, it's like a, a standard. Okay. Yeah. So if you sing it, is that being racist? You're because no. you're singing a song. Okay. But if you put on a sombrero and a Mexican blanket and, and then maracas, sing it? then you're misappropriating, I think. <laughs> so silly. That's my point. I, I think, think it's that's a tribute. I think anytime you're going to embrace another... Is it a tribute? Yeah. Call it a tribute. Doesn't matter. It's annoying as fuck, and I don't want it in my house. So I, I volunteer oh, as, as, as tribute. As soon as Isaac opened it, I turned to my mother-in-law, and I was like, you tell your mother she's on the list. <laughs> I'm going to get her for that. You just then Isaac opened face. his gift from her. Here's what she gave him. I mean, she gave him snow pants, which is nice. But then two bags of chocolate Hanukkah gel, they're coins. Right. A little dreidel with three tiny little bags of candy in it. And when you open them up, they're like teeny tiny little grains of rice. That's how big the candy was, which, of course, immediately goes all over the floor. And it has a candy ring. And then the piece de resistance. Oh, there's my mom. Chattering teeth. Cool. Yep. Or did they fall right out of her mouth? <laughs> he loves them so much, he wanted to sleep with them. <laughs> well, did you give him a little cuff to put I, next I, to his I, face? I, 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 I. Little, oh, yeah, little and the little poly And right I next can't to get him. He wanted to sit with them in bed. He wanted to eat with them for breakfast. Oh, I, no, I, I, that's I, I, competition. That's competition for they breakfast. They are so fucking noisy. And I mean, it's worse than anything I've had that's noisy. This is chattering teeth because it's the same noise. I Nothing think. is song, as bad as a kazoo. Oh. No, we've had a kazoo and a recorder. Actually, the recorder was pretty painful. A slide whistle? I've had a slide whistle and a train whistle. And oh. none of them are as bothersome as I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> It's by far the worst thing. That's I love that his Hanukkah thing. lasts for weeks and weeks. That, that I mean, bottle it's his of oil birthday, for him is and like... And then Hanukkah, and then Chris... You know, he's not going to get... He's on 17 days of oil in that fucking lamp at this it's point. It's just a week late, people. It's a week late. It's a miracle. It's a week late. It's a miracle that came over at all, really. I was afraid... I, you know, as soon as I was like, what do you want to do for dinner Sunday, Scott? I was like, those people can just have a pizza. I'm like, no. I'm not having a pizza Hanukkah party. Fuck that. Well, Sorry. Now that, now that Hanukkah's over, you know, Ethan's on to what I'm going to save for next. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Let me, let me take some pressure off of you. You are not allowed to spend a penny for six months. What? Who does that? I am Why? tired of him chasing the next financial cool investment the next oh now i want a bigger chip for my computer or i want like he has two computers that doesn't seem that irresponsible of a purchase i think that's wonderful what concentrate on your fucking homework concentrate on being a Ugh. kid stop chasing what you can buy next i'm so tired of it let's put you on a moratorium of purchase for six months go play like enough well, what about the new nintendo game that's coming the out? kid works he goes to a job he makes money and he comes home and he wants to do something with his money that he really wants to enjoy and his mother's there going now now you're not going to enjoy you are not spending a dime 
Or shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about it. Because what he does oh. is, is he talks about it so much that we wind up paying for half of it. And I'm, I want nothing to do with it. I want you to stop talking about it. That's and different. I, and he's I don't nudging want you into submission is what's happening. And he's constantly chasing something. So I wanted him to feel that pressure release of not having to chase this fucking next thing, which there isn't even yet. Like, there's no bigger chip than what he has, but it's coming, and he's waiting. Shut the fuck up and go kill somebody on Fortnite. I am so tired of hearing about it. Go go into the arena and kill all I your friends. I kind of know what you mean, because it's actually kind of how I feel when I get a chunk of money. So you're teaching your son not to talk what to you. What can I do with it? I just found $5,000. Should we go on vacation? Should I upgrade my this? Should I get a new that? Should we get a deck? Or how about we just keep it in the bank? That's never an option. Right. Oh, I like the keep it in the bank option. That's I my favorite option. I never do that. I never Because do he's going to want some. And, John, it's leading up to his birthday in the summer and Hanukkah in the winter. You have mid-year. You have every six months. You have an occasion where you could tell me you want something and your father and I are idiots and we will buy it for you. So why are you – like you just got – everything you wanted you got everything that's out there why are you all of a sudden turning around in less than a heartbeat and chasing what's next i want him to be happy for 10 minutes with what he has why are you never happy and always chasing what's next but isn't that what makes someone driven and motivated it's motivation to to work to be honest with you i'm never happy did he get a uh, macbook air like he wanted he did that wasn't supposed to happen I didn't pay for it. Okay. He saved his money. He bought it with all of his money. I mean, maybe we put in 200 bucks, but that was one of the nights of Hanukkah. Okay. So there it's you like go. It's like a $1,200 Colossus. And if he put in his, I mean, he he comes to us, which I totally admire with a spreadsheet that says Hanukkah money from grandma, Hanukkah money from Gams and Pop Pop, Hanukkah money from my two aunts and uncles. Um, this is birthday money I have here. This is money I have from this. This is the change you gave me to go buy something for whatever. And I never gave you this money back from when I was supposed to give it to you. So I still have that money. All of that stuff. He is built up, built up, built up. And that leaves like eighth night of Hanukkah. How much are you willing to pay? $200 sold. There you go. But yes, he did get that. Yeah. Does he use it? No, he uses his other computer. Well, and he will use it. I'm sure he'll use it. Well, he fucking better use it. First of all, he bought it, so if he doesn't want to use it. But see, here's the part that he doesn't appreciate. We helped with both, and I think we did the other one, but we helped with both. And when I'm mad or you do something wrong, bad, or holy, totally, I'm taking it away from you. I don't care if it's yours and you bought it with your own money. I'm, I'm taking I'm all your, taking it away is what I'm going to do. And he's like, you can't. I bought that myself. That doesn't seem to fly. Yeah, when I bought my own way. car, my dad wanted to buy me a car. And I said, there's absolutely no way you're buying me a car because when I do something stupid, like I do, you're going to want to take it away from me. <laughs> and when I do something stupid, I still have to get places. Okay. So I'm not walking, taking the bus, riding my bike. I paid for a car. I'm paying for insurance. That's my car. Oh. The day my kid buys his own car, pays for insurance and gas is the day that I would never take a- like he. The pieces of it he's paid for. He, we paid for a chunk of it. We pay for his internet. We pay for his wi- whatever Wi-Fi. We pay for his phone. We we pay for everything. You can't argue that we're, he's fifteen. I, we no, are still I understand that. But what I'm saying is that when you when someone buys something on their own, you can't just take it away from him because he was bad. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't. I couldn't do that to my own kid. You do. You parent the way you do. I'm not just saying. Yeah, you do you. I met somebody at one of the other holiday parties that said, "What you're taking away?" I took my kid's computer away for a year, year because I didn't I didn't like that he was playing Fortnite. 
Oh. And I was like, well, what what happened? Like, what what did he do? Uh, you know, he got one bad grade and I just was tired of taking it away for a weekend. And I said, let it not be an issue. And that's kind of how I felt about him always. I feel like in his head, he's all caught up in what's next when he should really, his only responsibility should be school right now. Maybe his job, maybe even playing games with friends. I'm fine with that. Not words with friends because God forbid one of those fuckers has a word, but even Fortnite with friends. <laughs> I don't know or, what that means. Like they, they don't think. They don't think of words to go in, whatever. So let him be 15 and not plan the next castle run, whatever. Okay. I just, I would be happy if my child had a, a goal to reach and, and, and try to figure out a way he was going to buy that without my money. So the goal is in six months. I just gave him six months for the goal yeah. and not. Save up for six months and six, then pick something. And I'm fine with that. Let okay. him save for six months. I, I'm thrilled by that and having a goal, but I don't want to hear about it. The second I spend a fortune on presents for you, I don't want you to turn around and then say to me, here's what I want now. I want to bury you up to your neck in shit. I would kind of feel like, you know what I want? Silence. And I want you to be grateful for everything we just poured on top of you, you overprivileged little fuck. Like, I want you to be grateful. And you just want what's next. How about what's now? So I gave him six months to exhale and enjoy what he has. What did he say? Thank you for the end of the show. Was oh, it I'm thank sorry. you or was it fuck you? Um, it was, but I'm spending my own money. I said, but you don't even need to do that for till six months. You have six months before you need to think about something new. Play with the shit you just got. Like minutes ago, you just got. Not even three weeks ago. Not even Isaac is still getting. Like enough. Enough yeah. with your I want, I want. I want a kid who could shut the fuck up. On command. Well, look at you. You're both disappointed. <laughs> yeah, he is your kid, though. Yeah, that's that's great, John. You're rotten. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I always, Missy has a face when you when I hit home with something, she gets a face. She looks off into the distance. Missy gets a face. Wistfully. You know what I'm doing when I look off into the distance? I'm going on our board to see what's next, <laughs> so I can oh. move right along. We're done with um. this. We are done with this. Um, Should we talk about addictions like sugar addiction? Uh, if you want, I'm f- I'm f- I'm for them. You know, you it. guys had your you guys had your fun earlier in, in the year where you went off sugar and you were doing interval dieting mm-hmm. and you were both doing very well. And I was kind of jealous, but I just kind of I've done the no sugar thing before, as you know, and I think I even gave you some tips as to what and how to eat. My problem, not with interval eating because i guess that works if you just know you're going to do it for the rest of your life but it's my tough. problem with most elimination diets is that they're not realistic for living normal life and unless you're a celebrity who has somebody bringing you meals three times a day like every month in the back of people magazine there's a celebrity and like here's what she eats right mm-hmm. and it's never anything that like I have access to right. that I want to make right. that I know where, you know, like every day she has a salad with watercress and hearts of palm and edamame. And then she, for, you know, breakfast, it's like an egg. Um, like who the fuck has time for that shit? White you just cannot, you know, we go to parties, we pass Girl Scouts, we, you know, get in a hurry and then we're starving and we need something quick. Like we have a normal life that doesn't, allow that for private chef and it doesn't allow for mass elimination like no bread or no sugar or no dairy or no this unless we're highly allergic and then we just you know and then if you're allergic you just incorporate it into your life 
But temporarily, it just doesn't work because as soon as you're done, you eat it all back and more. Like what's happening to me right now with my extra 100 pounds is the 50 I lost and then the other 50. What does this have to do with sugar addiction? I don't think that you can. I think if you're addicted to sugar, you cannot stop it for a little while and go back. You either have to no. swear it off for good yes. or never try that again. Yes. But isn't there, I mean, I hear what you're saying. And when I, you know, people say I have a cheat day and I, I eat well during the week and on weekends I, so the Maybe. thing is, I, I don't know how they do that because I can have, I was just going to say I can have two Malamars, but I really can't. Like there are two servings in there. It's one row and then the other row. But That's right. But I can eat just the cookies and walk away. Whereas when Stuart is goes off, he's like, I just had the cookies. I hear that Duck Donuts is open. Do you know they have caramel apples next door? Did you know that? And he will name 75 different ways and go through the fish food ice cream I have in the freezer. And like he, he's like an unstoppable machine. But in the same way, he could turn it off and not eat it for six months. And I can't, I can't do that. See, he's I can't like do Forrest that Gump. He went running and he's like, I'm just going to run till I'm done running. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, Forrest? Like, ha- well, I, then I started to run and I ran and I ran. Well, I I'm just done wish running. that I could have just had a normal pregnancy and then lost the weight like a normal person because I was denied for so long that all I could do was binge. Obsess about it. Yeah. I mean, like I, the first thing I ate after I gave birth to him was a giant ginger ale and a sub because I couldn't have deli meat i couldn't have bread i couldn't have coke and so i was just like give me all the shit i cannot eat i want so what about now can you do things in moderation now yes i'm trying to do things in moderation i'm cutting i'm not cutting out sugar but i am not buying desserts or you know i'm just i was just gonna say like i'm not making sweet things but i happened to last night for dessert because we had company over so i just ate some of that right now it was banana pudding what'd you make banana pudding I'm making banana bread again today. So, but I'm saying, but, but last week and also the way Isaac's been acting around sugar lately, like not just from having sugar, but the obsessive way that he demands sugar is so unsettling that I don't even want to give him like a cookie in his lunch anymore because he's a psycho about it. So do fruit, give him fruit in his lunch. I did. I did. And I am. No, no, no. Fruit is better because it helps him grow. At least it's got nutrients to help him grow. But it's still, it's still sugar. And when you break I it know, down chemically, which is basically what your I body just want does with to sugar, not be obsessed with chocolate. Right. So and ice cream. Honestly, for me, the reason that okay, so the reason that I do the intermittent fasting thing is because I have an insulin resistant body. So in other words, my body holds on to insulin. As long as you have insulin in your blood, you cannot lose weight. It does not burn fat. So to burn fat, you have to take and strip your body of that that insulin. All right. So when you eat in, in intermittent fasting, you eat, you know, at let's say 12 o'clock and then you have a six hour window. So you can eat from, you know, at 12 o'clock and anywhere in that six hour window. So then what you're doing is you're giving your body 18 hours to get rid of that insulin. Now, mm-hmm. if you if you're like me and you're, you know, you're really overweight. then what I try to do is I try to cut out all all the carbs and go with a higher fat count. So what so what I'm trying to do is turn my body into burning sugar and carbohydrates into burning fat. Because that's what I need mm-hmm. to do. Is it sustainable for the rest of your life? I don't know. I would like it just to be sustainable for long enough where I could get about maybe 100 pounds, 150 pounds off of me and then do that. But like anything else, any kind of addiction, you have to remove it. You have to remove it. Also, once you take sugar and eat sugar, it takes like a, another week 
or so to get it out of your system where you come back again. And that's where you go actually through withdrawals. You actually go through withdrawals when you can w- go it's off really sugar. Hard. You have the what's called the keto flu or you actually have like flu-like symptoms. So it's tough. Yeah, it's not easy by any stretch it's of imagination. Just, what I do is I don't have anything in here that even has a hint of sugar in it. In my yeah, house. but for Jess, I mean, she's raising a little boy. There are treats and things in the house, and especially There's just treats everywhere. I don't go anywhere on the weekend without a fucking piece of cake in my face. Yeah. So I want to be able to have that be a treat, but he's now demanding dessert after breakfast. Oh, that has he been with my in laws recently? That's why I never let them babysit. What's because for it dessert? Was, he takes two bites donuts. of dinner. Yeah. How many bites do I need before dessert? And then, I mean, I give him dessert. He goes back to dinner. So I've done that a couple of times just so he'll eat the fucking dinner. But like, he's like a terrorist now, like a sugar terrorist. You can say no. I mean, it's what I do all day, every day. You can say no. Say, I'm sorry. I can tonight. say no. Even now, even after dinner, I'm like, oh, tonight's not a dessert night is what I say. Like, I have this grand calendar. Wait, let me check. Mm, nope. Tonight's not a dessert night. Because I know while you're at school, you had a cookie with lunch, or I know, like, you don't need to eat shit all day, every day. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't eat shit all day, every day, but I know what you're saying. It's just That's my it's job. Just, I do. I that. would love to be able to stop, you know, and the Coca Cola thing is the thing where, like, Coca Cola is so hard to kick that I could yeah. kick literally anything else. I would be happy to only subsist on Coca-Cola if it meant not having to give it up. I would give up solid food. I would give up dessert. Right. I would give up pota- any, anything else if I could just oh, have so Coca-Cola. Funny. Yeah, because it, that's what lights you up. And Same yet way. cigarettes, I gave up in a, in like two seconds. I was like, okay, I'm pregnant. That's Poop, like Mountain, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is the same way. Mountain Dew, people can't give it up because it's not only does it have sugar, it has caffeine. All right. I am down to one soda a day one 16 ounce bottle that i eat i drink half of it in the morning half of it at lunch and then i'm done then i go to green tea for the rest of the day yeah i don't know what but i can't how long have you you been doing the next step is a can a week two weeks okay probably two weeks next i'm gonna have to go to one can a day but that means i'm only gonna have it in the morning and then i'll have to start soda years ago yeah i mean stewart dropped like 30 pounds when you You just drop soda i hate it i'm like a heroin addict i'm miserable drinking it i can feel it rotting my teeth and bones i don't like the way it makes my tongue it like eats away at my taste buds but But you can't stop i can't stop you won't stop it's not that you can't it's that you can't stop won't stop right (laughs) no i do want to stop i'm trying trying it's just hard (laughs) but the sugar thing is a totally different thing just don't have any in the house if you don't have any in the house you're not going out to get get it it at wawa no it doesn't work really you go to the wawa to go get it see that's not where i don't know listen i'm not going to teach i'm not going to talk to anybody about willpower because i have none i'm just saying i guess i'm just saying like there there may not be a cure and i think that when you deny yourself yeah i mean you were saying earlier like you gained all the weight back and i think it's because of it was eliminate i think if you were to just be like what every day do one less thing or make one decision different it would be easier and better than just be like no malamars for me because then all you think about is that minute you can start eating them again well i do that with my intermittent fasting um i think about the minute really? i can start eating again sure. um but but I lost 18 pounds and I put back like seven of them and I... All right. That's not that bad. Uh, it's... I'm in the middle of putting it back on. Like, so I'm on my way well, back talk up. to me in a week. No. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll, be, I'll the be up to 10 and we'll keep going. Yeah. But I, I do... I, again, I don't like going out with my girlfriend every week and ordering a meal with no joy. I fucking love potatoes. Well done potatoes. I could cry. I love them so much. And I haven't ordered them since before the summer. I haven't had a fucking potato like that. 
And um, isn't part of you like, what is life if you can't enjoy it? Like, why yes, do I have which to is suffer? Why I have Malamars. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to like, suffer. The Jews have suffered enough. We have suffered enough. And enough, I, mean, I tell you. And I know part of it is like, I'm just going to have to get to know my body and like it at this size because. I'm not, as far as I know, at this moment, unhealthy, although I haven't been to the doctor in a while. So Where do you I get am. to be my age? And it piles on and then you start losing like your your knees are bone on bone and all that well, stuff. Well, I'm not, I'm trying, but that's the thing. I'm trying to make my head healthy so that it will naturally fall off by me being energetic and motivated and not punishing myself anymore. I would rather work on that and go to therapy than deny myself sugar and feel like a piece of shit if I eat a peppermint. That just creates more need for therapy to me. So, Jessica, when you don't have soda, how does that make you feel? <laughs> punished. Just you know punished. what else is punishing? Jessica put an ad, put a topic in our board, I think, four weeks ago, and we still have not gotten to it. Which is? And we are approaching the end of our show. Let's and- do it. Okay. Here's the thing. I just want to say that I have thought about this a great deal. A great deal. And if I had to choose between a child, between anyone... As a baby or an adult, if they have to choose like shitting or barfing unexpectedly. <laughs> unexpectedly. <laughs> I know this now for many reasons. Let's just not go into it. Unexpectedly. If you have to shit or barf spontaneously, my choice is the shitting. Me too. I'm, I'm with you on that one. And not because it's a more comfortable experience, because it's obviously not going to be, but it's containable. Containable? Please do explain. You can contain, okay, if you have a baby, I had a baby, three of them actually. Yeah, okay. This last one was both an emergency, like every diaper change was a fucking medical emergency. I get that. It was so disgusting. He would just shit out every diaper, but he was also a projectile vomiter every time he drank a bottle. He would projectile vomit. And the shitting, while messy, didn't get all over me. However, the barfing went right on my tits every time. The barf smell, too, is just one that lingers. Maybe it's because it is closer to your face. He has thrown up at the same Mexican restaurant five different times. He's also thrown up at Oasis. He has thrown up at... Think the kid might not like Mexican food? Just a thought. He's thrown up at a lot of... He just threw up at the Metro Diner two weeks ago. And it's because he gets gets like a little like a thing in his throat, and then it all comes coming out. I would so much rather him shit in his pants because like we've had to leave. At least you don't have to apologize to strangers when someone shits in your pants. pants. You You just just... go away. There there doesn't have to be a scene. Vomiting is a scene, a public scene. Right, I get it. I get it because and it encourages other people to vomit and. Do you remember when he threw up at the Target, John? No. Was I podcasting with you then? I, I, I remember when he threw up at the Target. You had to leave a cart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he threw up on Black Friday, the day after Black Friday, that weekend. I just took him out to air him out because he was getting rammy. Um, to air him out. It was a bad idea. I got him a juice. He drank it too fast. We're in the toy section, fucking Black Friday. And he's like, my stomach kind of all over me, all over the car. I didn't have a, I had nothing. So I grab, there's, you know, there's like those display cardboard boxes on the thing. I grab one, dump the toys out, stick it under him. It works for a second. Then it starts seeping through the like seams. People are now stopping and staring at me, including target workers. So I look at one of them and go, can you get me a fucking bag? 
Can you help me here at all? Clean up on aisle five. Then go Clean away. Up. Don't come back. So I just hold the bucket under him, including my hands, and so, so I can catch whatever, and just run him to the front yes. of the store. Yes. Now I'm running through the store with a vomiting, dripping. It was just the most horrible. Just please shit your pants. That's so all for I'm containment. Saying. For containment purposes only, not the smell or the, the... Yeah, sitting on it. None of that is good, but at least it's contained and it's not a public scene. Right. It's his problem, not the world's it's problem. Everyone. No, it's still my problem, but it doesn't have to be on me. No, I got it. I, my kids threw up on me all the time. I'm just so thinking horrible. of the guy that's uh, the guy that works at Target that's on his podcast saying, you know, there was a lady who had her kid in a cart and he barfed <laughs> from the toy department all the way out the door. And she just left. And she just Did I left. having a podcast? Right. <laughs> I went to the Starbucks and I said, he just threw up all over this cart. I'm going to have to take him home. Just so you know, there's vomit all over it. And I walked out. I couldn't clean it up. You can't clean. I was by myself. You can't clean up your child and everything he's barfed on at the same time. Of course not. You, the, the child is the priority. Of course it is. But you're just. I don't work there. Like the, the guy's making. Six to seven fifty an hour. I know, dude. No one's. And now he's got to clean up that barf from the toy section again. If he had just shit his pants, no one would have had to deal with it. (laughs) If Woody had gone straight to the police, this never would have happened. Exactly. I'm just saying, if he could have just had a poop emergency, all poop emergencies are dealable without having to get strangers involved. You know that actually happens later on in life. I found out too. Yes. yes, you have found that out. I have found that out personally. Oh, just right. saying, man, I just am so tired of him vomit. Like last time it was at the Metro Diner, he drank chocolate milk as fast oh. as he could and then threw it up all over our table and the people sitting next to oh. us. Can we get another chocolate milk, please? <laughs> no, I that was, was like. That was a $5 chocolate milk. You better I was fucking like, we bring have to us go a home new one. And he goes, I want my hamburger. I was like, no, we have to go home. And he's like, but I'm hungry. Yeah, of course he's hungry. He just evacuated everything out of his stomach. <laughs> Completely empty right now. Yeah, he just evacuated his contents. So, but you're talking about two different types of vomit. Yours is when you're sick, like when you're sick and no, and he never Isaac's, does this when he's sick, right? And Isaac's is because he has a tickle in his throat. So he's, I, I can't imagine having a kid where I have to not only make sure you don't eat too much sugar, but make sure you eat your food slow enough so that the rest of us don't need to wear it in seven minutes. Well, he also finds it amusing to shove it in his face. Like somewhere along the line, he was taught, oh yeah, because he'll go like, how many more bites before I can have ice cream? Then I'll say three. And he'll take all three and shove them in his face, chew his mouth open, and then laugh about it because he's putting on a show. See, this is the difference between parenting now and parenting in the olden days because my mother would have said, you little son of a bitch, if you throw that up, I'm taking you out of here and I'm beating your ass. I have not said that. I actually did say I was going to beat his ass the other day and he goes, I don't want you to beat my ass. Yeah, you can say no to ice cream. So dinner is his only option. You can say no to dessert. That's I mean, I do. I do. I do. I kind of feel I that do. he doesn't hear the word no that much. I mean, I did kind of get that feeling yesterday when he asked for ice cream after he had banana pudding and I was like, no, we're not going to have any. He goes, I want ice cream and i went <gasps> oh that's all i would need to hear and you'd be six weeks or i'm sorry i, I tell inhaled you, six months, so no sharply cream. that it startled him oh yeah i went <gasps> and he went and i was like i know you're not acting that way about ice cream i know you did not just throw a temper tantrum over ice cream and he goes but i want it and i was like you're never gonna have it again if you say another peep and he walked away he was fine you know what i want i want a kid that doesn't scream like that that's what i want when i get what i want maybe you'll get what you want maybe 
And then this morning, I forget what he was talking about. I, I He ate his waffles or whatever. On the way out, he kept saying, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And I was like, who told you that? And he was like, my teacher. And I was like, she is right. That's right. You get what you get and you don't throw a feet. That's how they do yeah. that. Hey, guys. All right. Time to go. Let's just wrap it up. Wait a minute. I got it. one thing to say. Okay. If, you, if you're if you're a, a person who grew up in the 70s, there's a show out right now on ABC called The Kids Are All Right. I love mm. Mary McCormack. She's the best. That show really makes that me show. laugh Good. out loud three or four times a day because right, it, it hits on things that you have forgot even used to be a thing. It is amazing. And just like they said, the parenting from today and the parenting back then. It, totally different. Yeah, it's totally, oh, totally different. My mother chased me with a wooden spoon. I know. Exactly. Do you want me to get the wooden spoon? No. <laughs> that right. was an Isaac face. No. <laughs> All right. So what are we supposed to do now when we wrap it up? Okay. We are going to invite our listeners to have contact with us through email at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can also find our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. Follow us, please, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Listen Brilliant. And if you'd like us to talk about anything or give us a note or... You know, you could also share it with a friend if you're feeling generous. That'd be cool. We don't cool. want your fucking notes. Otherwise, I think this is our last show before. This is our last show for a while because are we recording on Christmas Eve? Sure. Why not? Jew. Because sure. John is not a Jew. He said he would. Yeah, I'll record. All right. Then I guess we're recording on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve too. Hey, guys, when all of your other podcasts are dicking out on you and disappearing, guess who stands firm we'll and shows here. up for you every week? Dear listener. Wait, you had a new rap for the show. What was your new rap? Taking it, take, take it, it to the, the streets, not in the face. Oh. No, take it to the streets, not to the face. What was your? I remember from uh, last time. I can't remember, and I edited. Well, that's the pod shell in a nutcast. Good talk to you guys. No, wait, let me find it. Was it. Good, <laughs> it was really good. Hold on, damn it, I don't have it anywhere. Damn it, makes me sad. Bye, guys. Love right you. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye.